I'm Michael Malley, and this is The Mindful Storyteller, where the subject always is stories. Storytelling, story reading, story listening, mindfulness, and the creation of the story space. Welcome to the Mindful Storyteller, and I'm Michael R. Malley. And I'm Ollie Ren Erickson Malley. And today on the Mindful Storyteller, we will be talking a little bit about the stories that we tell ourselves. And Ollie will begin with a quote from Henry David Thoreau. I will then have a short uh, reading reflection, the blog reflection. And then we'll have a little discussion, and then Ollie will share some closing thoughts. As usual, we have the mindfulness spell, and you're invited to enjoy the sound of the Tibetan bowl, to enjoy the present moment with the sound of the bell. Look at the man who is the slave and prisoner of his own opinion of himself. Public opinion is a weak tyrant compared with our own private opinion. What a man thinks of himself, that it is which determines, or rather indicates, his fate. Henry David Thoreau, Walden, page 7. There is an Iraqi folk tale of a man who is possessed by an evil jinn. Though he does not wish to, because he is possessed, the man speaks horrible words that destroy beloved relationships and even cause the deaths of loved ones. Many of us may recall times when we uttered horrible words that damaged relationships as if we too were possessed by such a jinn. One friend struck a chord with many of us when he said he often speaks to himself about himself with that horrific voice of the evil jinn. What stories about ourselves do we tell to ourselves? The Buddhist leader Thich Nhat Hanh says, knowing that words can create happiness or suffering, I am committed to speaking truthfully, using words that inspire confidence joy, and hope. As we speak to ourselves about ourselves, are we telling stories of joy? You are the teller of your stories. Only you know the full range of the tales. Yes, we all have stories in our histories that show our weaknesses, our pettiness, our moments of immaturity, selfishness, and mean-spiritedness. But we all have other true tales about ourselves as well. 
You know the stories that capture moments when you were really present for a loved one in their time of need. Those times when you did something creative or extraordinary that even surprised yourself. Those untold anecdotes where you acted with simple kindness, even though nobody was aware of what you did and the positive impact you had. You have stories about you that are not tyrannical. You have tales of yourself that inspire confidence, joy, and hope. You need not broadcast these positive tales to the world with braggadocio, but please whisper these beneficial stories to yourself, not just for your benefit, but for the world's benefit. Because as you recognize and accentuate your own positive tales, you will be inspired to add to that litany. We can add to the good by focusing on the uplifting stories in our histories. There are tales of loving kindness that mark your being here on earth. Tell these stories to the one listener who needs to hear them the most, yourself. That's a really true uh, statement there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know we've talked before about thinking what we think and right. um, being aware of what we think. But those stories, you know, that's um, like uh, I'm messy or I'm mm -hmm. not capable of this or that. Right. Really important. And we, we say those all the time. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't think we even think about them as stories. Yeah, and, and maybe, you know, maybe if we are telling this story about ourselves that may not be positive, we probably have counter stories actual memories of events, anecdotes, things that have happened that will um, offer an alternative viewpoint. Right. Um, I remember uh, when I was in seminary, one of my professors um, talking about how capable we all were. He said, you know, we're, we're in a graduate seminary program. You made it through college. You passed all those classes. You did all that studying. And, you know, you're immersed in that world and you don't realize, well, that's something, right? And, and, mm -hmm. and it was really um, lovely just what he was sharing there. Um, because, of course, people get to college or university and then they're comparing themselves with whoever is the strongest person academically in the class or in their major. But just to look at 
you know, the accomplishments of a single day, you know, what we, what we have to do as human beings, mm-hmm. um, you can start to look at yourself differently. I, I just thought it was a lovely invitation that he gave us, and, and it was really, you know, partially based on our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, now, th- th- those are kind of general, but, you know, the same is true and probably even more magnified with the specific stories of our lives. It was the thing that came first to me after that Henry David Thoreau quote um, was, I remember back, I must have been like mm, 20, 21 years old. I'm a young mom. I have like a two or three year old. And I have an apartment. The attic of our house is my apartment. My dad transformed when I got, got pregnant at age 18. He transformed the attic of our house uh, into an apartment for me. And so I had a whole, full apartment with a living room, a kitchen, dining room, bedroom, bathroom for, for me and Jasmine to live in. And I was going to school full time. Uh, at that point I knew I was going to become a teacher. And I really felt like, um, like I was doing a great job keeping the house in order, even though I was pretty busy. The house, I thought it was really clean. And, um, and then somebody, somebody I cared about told me, came in and they said, and they hadn't been there for, had never been there, and came in and said, you know, this is really cluttered. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, And it took me years after that, Yeah. To not think of myself as a cluttered person. Hmm. I had thought of myself as a very clean, organized person. Yeah. Until somebody just whispered that in my ear, or loudly told me that. This is really cluttered around here. And I looked around, and I'm seeing all the clutter. I hadn't seen it before. It was invisible to me. And, yeah, it took me a long time. I mean, it still obviously rings in my head some, and I so I... Um, I don't know, I probably do things differently because I don't want to be a cluttered person. Uh, and I didn't think I was, and I don't think I am now. But that was, okay, Jasmine's 31. That was 28, 29 years ago. Wow. And that story, Yeah. Becky, I had to retell that story to myself that I, I know I'm, I'm not a cluttered person. Right, and that's a story that I know because you've shared that. I mean, that happened years before we met, but I've heard that story mm-hmm. uh, over the years. And, and you know, it is interesting, too, how um, we don't weigh all stories equally, right? Especially maybe the ones that others tell to us. Sometimes somebody will say something and we just give it so much weight, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm thinking of um, um, a storytelling performance, gosh, this is 15, 20 years ago, and there was a fellow storyteller whom I respected who was in the audience, and at the end of my program, um, he told me four things that he liked about my program and one thing that he didn't. Mm-hmm. And of course, all I can remember to this day <laughs> is, is that one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we do, I think, uh, I'm, I'm not sure everyone's like this, but I think many of us will take the negative stories or the, um, you know, the stories that kind of put us in a bad light, bring us down about ourselves, and we'll, for whatever reason, so many of us are... are you know, we recall those stories. We give them more weight. Um, you know, I've, I, 
I've written elsewhere, you know, think about it, in 365 days in a year, even if you only remembered one story from each day, mm -hmm. in three years you have a well over a thousand stories. Mm -hmm. So by the time you're a young adult, let alone, you know, somebody in their mid-fifties like myself, there are so many stories that make up our lives. And I think we do ourselves a disservice. We, we, you know, we reduce that to this infinitesimally small number of tales and say, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, you are more. You know, we are more. And, and you can enrich that by recognizing your own complexity, your own diversity, and by making sure that part of, part of that recognition is seeing in yourself those stories that highlight what, you know, what Thich Nhat Hanh speaks of, that, that, that highlight joy. That, that point toward um, um, redemptive hope or, or, and confidence, right? Mm -hmm. There are things that any person who's listening out there, there are things that you have done, no matter how many mistakes you've made or regrets you may, may, may or may not have, there are stories in your life repertoire that point to amazing elements about who you are. Mm -hmm. And and that's the invitation here is is can we find some of those? You know, there, there's a Tibetan tale that um, um, an old Tibetan story that there's this wooden ring floating in the ocean. Just one wooden ring. And that there's this turtle that it only needs to come up for a breath of fresh air once every 100 years. And the Tibetans say, they invite us to imagine. Imagine how precious it would be if, you know, if you've been to the ocean, if you've seen pictures of the ocean, you know how vast it is. And imagine there's this one wooden ring floating out there somewhere in the Atlantic or Pacific and imagine that that turtle that just comes up once a century, that it happens to come up with its head passing through that wooden ring. And you think of like, how precious would that be? And what the Tibetan people say is that to be born a human being, is more precious than that. What would happen if we could even begin to look at the people on the street, mm. to look at our coworkers, to look at the people in the park or at the grocery store, and to look in the mirror and say, wow, wow. Let's find the stories. 
Let's recall the tales that point to how precious each of us are. Hmm. You were the resident expert on the stories from your biography. What are some of the tales from your life that elucidate hope, joy, compassion, confidence? Tell yourself one of your uplifting tales. Try to remember some of these stories when you're feeling downhearted or discouraged with yourself. I'm Michael Malley, and you've been listening to the Mindful Storyteller.